Business Lesson 13, Problems in the Workplace, Book 5, Business English, Vocabulary, Part 1, Page 98, Friction, Niggle, Self-Regarding, Outdo, Brown Nose, Egomaniac, Rain on Someone's Parade, At Each Other's Throats. Article Part 2, Page 99, Reading the Signs Before You Sign, Spotting Toxic Workplaces, 1. Out of the frying pan into the fire, job hunting is its own peculiar type of hell. There are the applications, the selling yourself, the highs of the interview offer, the lows of the waiting and the rejections. In the desperation to impress and secure a job offer, it can be easy to stumble into another type of hell, the toxic workplace. In many ways, having a job in a horrendous work environment is worse than being unemployed. Stress levels are increased, sleep is reduced, and the only resolution is to leave, meaning you now have to find a job in addition to working at the one you have. There's also the question of whether staying somewhere only briefly will negatively impact your CV. Many will choose to tough it out for a year or 18 months to avoid awkward questions at future interviews, which can feel like a jail sentence. With this in mind, it's worth looking at which red flags to look for before you sign a contract with a new employer. 2. Reach out. It's certainly worth using your networks or media sites such as LinkedIn to contact current employees. You don't need to openly ask if it's a bad place to work. You can keep your questions more general. Something like, I'm thinking of taking a position at your company, and I'd really appreciate your thoughts on working for them. Ask about the working hours, the senior management, and the company culture, and see what their replies are like. It's generally not too difficult to tell if someone is wholeheartedly supportive of their employer, or if they have reservations, even if they're not being upfront about them. You may well find a lot of euphemisms, such as challenging work environment meaning stressful, or strong leadership, which might mean the line manager doesn't like taking advice or have any interest in the welfare of the team. If you find people are openly hostile to the company, then this is certainly a bad sign. That said, do try to get more than one opinion. 3. One star out of five. These days, there are several sites where you can find information about companies, such as what it is like to work there, what the hiring process is like, and what questions were asked at the interview. Websites like Glassdoor provide reviews for jobs much like Yelp provides them for restaurants and other businesses. So it's worth checking on there to see what is said. Keep in mind that they are largely anonymous, and people are generally more likely to take the time to write them when they are angry and upset than when they have had a good or reasonable experience. Still, multiple reviews saying the same things are noteworthy and could well be an indication that it is true. 4. Google it. It's also a good idea to see what you can find out about the company generally on the internet. If there have been any lawsuits filed against them or legal trouble, there's likely to be evidence of it online if you look hard enough. If there's anything to suggest that they've been accused of discrimination or unfair practices, this is certainly a red flag. It's also possible that ex-employees have taken the company to court, the details of which may be in local papers or recorded in legal documents. If you can find any evidence of this, it's worth trying to find out more. Obviously, companies are sued for many reasons, and it could be a frivolous suit by a disgruntled ex-employee, but it's still worth doing your diligence and finding out what you can. Listening Part 2, Dialogue 1, Page 102, Script on Page 201, Dialogue 1. Technical support. Hello, Sam. It's Bob here. Hello, Bob. What's gone wrong today? Er, yes, well, I seem to have a problem sending emails. Can you be a bit more specific? 
Well, when I click the send button, the emails remain in the outbox and don't get sent. Have you tried closing and opening the program? Yes, I have. It didn't help one bit. What about restarting your computer? That might help. I've done that too. No change either. Has something gone wrong with the server again? I don't think so. Everything's working fine for me. Hmm. Sounds like you may have somehow altered the settings on your email program. Either that or it could have something to do with your internet connection. I'm not sure it's the connection. I have no problems accessing the internet. Hmm. In that case, it's probably your settings. I'll come over and try to sort it out. Thanks. Dialogue 2. Hi, Daniel. It looks like we have a serious problem. I'm at the conference and I've got my presentation in 25 minutes, but the laptop has just crashed on me and I've lost all my PowerPoint slides. Good grief. Are you saying it won't even start up? Yes, exactly. Okay, let's not panic. I don't suppose you made a backup of the data. Yes, I did, actually. There should be a CD on my desk. Yes, I can see it from here. Look, what I suggest is that you get onto the organizers and have them reschedule your presentation. I'll send down my assistant with a replacement laptop. I'm not sure about that idea. The conference center seems quite far from our office. How long will it take her to get here? Only about 30 minutes, assuming the traffic doesn't hold her up. So the best thing would be to arrange your presentation for 3 o'clock. Right, that makes sense. I'll go and sort it out right away. Hey, thanks for listening. We hope that you enjoyed another lesson of Uncle Sam's American English. These audios are synced with our four-book series. Contact one of our professors or join our online course by visiting our Facebook page, Uncle Sam's International.